0: Hello dear friends, I'm Maude Church, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Native New Life which we've entitled The Power of Purpose. In order to have true happiness and success not only in our secular life but our spiritual life we must have purpose. People who embrace this God-given direction in life are people who experience genuine peace. You know why? Because they know who they are before God and man and where they're going in life. And because of this, their influence can actually change the world. You see, when we specifically ask God to give us spiritual purpose in our life, it releases his mighty power and frees his hand to do marvelous things in us and through us this is something that God wishes us to know and to experience for ourselves listen to what he says we know that God is able to bring something good out of every circumstance as long as we trust him and remain true to the purpose for which he's called us now just how does spiritual purpose come into your life and mine to explain how I'd like to use the story of a young Shoshone girl by the name that we know so well, Sakajuya. Today, we're actually standing on the very spot where she saw the Pacific Ocean for the very first time. Here was a humble young girl whose story was one of a life filled with purpose. Because she knew who she was and what she wanted most, her memory is honored today by people all across our nation with more statues throughout our country than any other woman. We even have an embossed figure of her on our US $1 gold coin. Born in Eastern Idaho in 1789, in humble beginnings to a dedicated Shoshone mother, she was tragically kidnapped at the age of 11 by North Dakota Mandan warriors who took her east across the great Rocky Mountains to be sold into slavery. Then at the age of 15, Sacagawea was sold as a wife to a French trapper in trade for settling gambling debt. Contrary to some histories, most Indian men treated their women respectfully. But after she was sold to this French trapper, Sacagawea unfortunately often experienced abusiveness toward her, and also to a second native wife that he also purchased. Her life was not an easy journey. Sacagawea soon became pregnant at the age of 16 and delivered a baby boy whom she named Jean Baptiste. He was later given the nickname Pomp by the famous Lewis and Clark Explorers Team, whose expedition to which she gave guidance. You see, about this time, the famous Lewis and Clark Corps of Discovery expedition was initiated by America's second president, Thomas Jefferson. This took place right after the United States purchased almost a third of today's Western lands from France for 15 million dollars, or a little more than three cents an acre. This is known as the Great Louisiana Purchase. The government hoped that in this unexplored Western country, they might discover a waterway between the Pacific Ocean for the sake of commerce to eastern rivers and waterways. Unbelievably, just 18 days after her baby's birth in February of 1805, Sacagawea, with her baby boy strapped to her back on a papoose board, joined the great 2400 mile Lewis and Clark Expedition West. She and her husband were hired as guides and interpreters for the expedition. Though Sacagawea, like so many of us, didn't have life easy, there was something she possessed within her soul that carried her through the hardships that she encountered. She was a woman who had definite purpose in her soul. Her first desire was to get back to her homeland of Idaho, and with the Lewis and Clark expedition heading west, she knew that this was her ticket back to her beloved home. The thrill of this ignited her purpose and motivated her to give herself to do whatever it took to make the expedition a success. You know, dear friends, it's so much like our spiritual journey. Because of a loving Jesus, today we have purpose and goals in our lives. We are thrilled with the fact that Jesus came to earth and by his life and death won the right over evil to take us all to a heavenly home, away from the sinful abuses of this old world. Because of her goals, Sacagawea threw herself into doing anything she could to keep the Lewis and Clark expedition on track. And believe me, they all noticed her zeal. During these travels, her husband was approached several times by fur trading companies to leave the expedition to serve them as guide for higher pay. However, young Sacagawea stood up to Cherenbow, reminding him of his agreements to Lewis and Clark's and of the great importance the expedition could bring to the future of the country. The purposes of the expedition had become her purposes. Daily, she carried out chores of collecting local plants for food to the expedition crew members and, when needed, provided the medicinal plants and roots that amazingly healed the sicknesses and diseases that the men encountered along the way. Her work became vital to keeping the crew on track. Lewis and Clark often remarked in their written journals how indispensable her daily contributions were to the expedition. Remarkably, Sacagawea's effort to the Lewis and Clark journey here again parallel the spiritual journey that you and I travel. Our Christian walk also takes continual upkeep in this mixed-up world if we're to stay spiritually alive. You see, dear friends, It's one thing to accept Jesus as your savior, but another thing to make him Lord of your life. That's why he said, my dear friends, just as you have obeyed God, not only when I was with you, but even more when I was away, continue doing so. Work the salvation that God has given you into your life with a sense of awe and gratitude, always recognizing that it is God who is at work in you. He is the one who gives you the will and the power to obey Him. Maintaining your connection with God is vitally important as we daily choose to allow God to carry out His purposes in our lives. In the Book of Heaven, God explains that being a Christian is a daily renewal experience. What that means is that throughout the day, We need to purpose ourselves to keep all our questions and problems before the Lord in prayer. He's constantly with us, wishing for us to turn to Him for direction and for strength to carry out God's purposes for our lives. The Councils of Scriptures is like a road map, guiding us over and through perilous trails that we must travel in this dangerous and sin-filled world but it also gives us peace in understanding God's plans and purposes for our daily lives. This is what Jesus was talking about when He lovingly admonishes us again and again to be practicing the Christian virtues of prayer, Bible study, and sharing with others the joys of the Holy Spirit's leadings in our lives. When we stay close to God like this, it allows Him the chance to make it a natural thing for us to be unselfish and loving just like he is. Here is how it works. I am the true vine and you are my branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Without being connected to me, you can't produce a thing. This, my friends, is the simple formula of how we develop true spiritual purpose. It's a miraculous work of God in us and through us that ultimately helps us to achieve the character of Jesus. Jesus said that this is what the kingdom of heaven is all about. In my Father's house everyone cares about everyone else. So I have not come to exercise authority over people, but to serve them and to die as a ransom for their sins. Explaining his judgments of knowing who his true spirit-led children are when he comes, Jesus says it this way, Come, you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. And the righteous will answer, When did we do all this? And the king will answer, Inasmuch as you did it unto the least of these, you did it unto me. They were changed in heart to be like their caring Savior, Jesus. They learned from his example of keeping everything he did under the control of his heavenly Father. And we can do the same. When we purpose in life to allow God to lead us in everything we do, we will become a tremendous blessing to other people. God will miraculously make us kind and naturally tender-hearted and service-oriented. And I want to be that kind of person, don't you? Sacagawea's purposes generally made her without thinking, wanting to do all she could to help in any way to make the expedition successful. She continued to be a powerful blessing to Lewis and Clark right up to the end of the famous Corps of Discovery expedition. The expedition crew all noted Sacagawea's remarkable ability to stay calm in stressful situations. Her husband often had a problem of panicking in fearful circumstances. He became fearful at times on rivers, crying for mercy to heaven because of his fear of water and also when encountering particular heights when crossing over treacherous mountain passages. In one instance, in his panic, he accidentally overturned the boat that carried many of Lewis and Clark's expedition records and research instruments. But Sacagawea, with her baby on her back, calmly rescued almost all what seemed for certain to be lost. Expedition records by Lewis and Clark made note of Sacagawea's brave yet purposeful calmness often displayed in frightening circumstances. Her life of purpose was highly respected by this famous expedition. In Clark's journal he wrote, May there never be any confusion as to the contribution Sacagawea made to our arduous journey. Without her continual guidance the expedition would not have been a success. This attribute of calmness in fearful situations is a trait also seen in those who have spiritual purpose. These are the ones others look to for leadership and help and deliverance in troublous times. These brave souls know what's right and the important things to do. Clark's journals record, Sacagawea's returning to her homeland was an emotional experience for her. To discover her brother then to be the chief of her people and to be with her childhood friends was a heartwarming event for all of us. Sacagawea then did something unexpected and extraordinary. She decided to continue on with Lewis and Clark to the coast rather than to stay with her people. She was true to her purpose of following through what she agreed to do. At that time she was only a teenager. What an inspiration she is to our young people today, as well as to the rest of us. In situations like this, I think about how God looks at those who may not have everything totally together, but are doing all they know to be right with the knowledge and the light they do have. Listen to this inspired statement. Our standing before God depends not upon the amount of life we have, but upon the use of what we make of what we do have. Historically, we can remember the generosity of our people and the way they rescued the starving pilgrim forefathers during the first year after they came to the eastern shores of America. I think also of our native sister, Polly Cooper, who brought wagons of food and healing remedies to George Washington's troops. And because of her care, they went on to win the crucial war battles that gave America its freedom of independence. Today as a native Mohican, I'm proud that it still remains at the heart of our native spirituality that true religion is seen in the way we treat one another, with respect, kindness, and meekness. I want to purpose in my heart to be daily surrendered to God, to where He can change me, to be an influence for good to my family and to others. Wouldn't you? It's so important to remember that in order to receive the spiritual gifts of genuine love and caring that our Creator wishes to give us, it can only come as we are open to Him through prayer, study, and humbly allowing the Holy Spirit to guide our thinking. I guarantee, I promise you that you will never be the same person if you seek to make God's righteous ways and truths your purposes in life. To show you what I mean, I'd like you to meet a young Native mother, Denise Ellenwood, whose purposes in life God changed. As a result, her life has become a wonderful influence for good to so many of us. I've asked her to tell you what happened when she began seeking to make God's purposes her purposes.
1: My name is Denise Ellenwood. I grew up on the Colville Indian Reservation, and I'm a member of Port Gamble Skalalum tribe. Life, growing up on the reservation, we, we had our struggles and we had a lot of blessings. Um, I grew up in a, a broken family, sadly, with the cycle of addictions and difficulties, but um, we did have a family of love. My mom and dad both um, shared unconditional love with us. I know my mom loved God, but religion had hurt her in many different ways, so um, religion wasn't really in our home. But again, I felt the great spirit saying, Denise, I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. I had a lot of people that believed in me and wanted me to um, to pursue more than just life on the reservation. And um, they seen something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And um, one counselor in particular said, Denise, I think you have an in you to go to college. And um, I think you should apply for a university. And even at that time, I thought just a community college I probably wouldn't even be accepted but I I did I got accepted into a university and God again whispered out my heart I have a purpose for you. One thing I did know is I wanted nothing to do with religion. I seen how religion specifically um, traumatized my people. They brought Jesus to our people in um, very traumatic ways taking young children from their mothers and fathers, cutting their hair, changing their names, and saying, you cannot be Native American, you need to be something different. And um, that really turned me away from religion. But I did believe in God, and I did believe in the Great Spirit, and I knew um, that I had a purpose. And then I met Ben. Um, Ben was a Native American man that loved sports, reading science and jesus and i was so intrigued by that Um, i never met for one a man that was 23 that had never drank alcohol in his life and um, he just was so happy and had a great outlook on life you know i made it clear that i didn't go to church and i wanted nothing to do with religion and and he knew of all of my unhealthy habits and you know the amazing part about ben is he um, accepted me for who I was and he's seen beneath um, my trauma, my addictions and he's seen uh, a woman with purpose and, and drive and one of the most amazing things he told me was Denise I do not have all the answers but God does and his um, holy book the book of heaven I mean it's proven in history and science and geology and archaeology and there is truth here and so he um, he said if you seek, you'll find. And again, I don't have the answers, but if you search, God will show you. And so, as God started working um, a miracle in my heart, I started to see life in a whole other way. There was no way I could have um, changed my habits, addictions, my way of thinking all by myself. It really took the power of God to to change that. And it was about three months after my um, baptism. I mean at that time I kind of was naive to think okay now that I'm baptized nothing can go wrong nothing can touch me God is good and I won't have any more troubles um, so three months after I was baptized I, I got a call from my grandma I was just coming out of math class and she um, said Denise um, I really hate to tell you this um I really really hate to tell you this and I was just so confused, what is she going to tell me? And she said, your mom killed herself. Those words didn't make sense to me. I yelled, no, grandma, you're lying. No, my mom would never do something like that. Finally, she convinced me, but I still didn't believe it. I fell to my knees and I cried out to God. I, I didn't understand. I prayed and I, I was, had a lot of feelings, a lot of anger, a lot of regret, a lot of confusion. Um, my mom, the woman I seen as superwoman, someone that I seen dying by taking a bullet from someone else, not taking her life, it, it just shattered my whole world. Um, I know in those moments of grief, you, nobody knows what to do. I knew one thing I could now do, and I had um, a tool to handle this. So I spoke at her funeral words that I didn't even know I had in my heart, but God's word helped me and helped me understand um, what grief is like. And also, I mean, suicide is a horrible epidemic within our people and a horrible epidemic in this world. It's one of the number one causes of death. It's 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 tragic. Um, But I know one thing, um, only God knows what's on a person's heart. And even in the last seconds of someone's life, God can forgive. I was about a year after her death, um, my grandma and I decided to um, put on an event called Survivors of Suicide, where we helped people that were grieving loss of loved ones. I mean, just three months before my mom took her life, another person in our community did. I mean, it's just so tragic. So we were able to bring hope to our community um, and give them words and tools and um, people maybe that were even thinking of taking their lives themselves of, there is hope through Jesus Christ and there is hope um, by speaking out if you are hurting. I know this life is not easy, but when we rely on God and give him our, our hurt, our pain, our tragedy, he will give you a hope, and He will give you strength to, to handle anything that comes your direction. Though it, it won't be easy, there is hope in Jesus Christ. And He does have a purpose for your life, and He has amazing things in store for you in your future.
0: Denise's experience can, in our own individual way, be our experience too. Once you begin letting God lead your life, in learning that Jesus has already paid the price in order to give us the gift of eternal life, it takes your mind off yourself and gives you the burden to be of help to others. This principle of caring service is found in the words of Jesus. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. But the next commandment is just as important, which says, You should care about your neighbor as you care about yourself. No other commandments are as important as these two. When we love the Lord and all that He stands for, we will instinctively reflect that love towards others. He will give us the gift of love the way God loves us. Just remember the importance of the fact that we can't truly love others on our own strength because we are all so weak and naturally selfish. It's a gift that the Lord puts within us that makes the difference. The Book of Heaven teaches that when Jesus comes again, he identifies those whom he will admit into heaven's gates by the way they have accepted and applied his loving grace, which is shown by genuine concern about the needs of others. When we get to heaven, God will continue to teach us all new things and will also help us to understand those things that we are not able to understand now. We will continue to see then how everything God does fits in his wonderful purposes for our good and for true happiness. But it takes a humble teachable spirit that God can work with that is open to his purposes that he looks for in us today. You know, dear friends, life with purpose, guided by God, will bring forth so many rewards that are beyond our wildest dreams. Sacagawea's purposes in life didn't just end when she finally was able to return to her childhood homeland. Another reason she desired to continue on west with the expedition was because she wanted so much to see the glories of the great Pacific Ocean that she had heard so much about and to see the enormous legendary fish that swam there. All this was thrilling beyond words to her when she actually was able to see it all. And we too will someday soon see the glories of our heavenly homeland, where we will never experience death or dying again, nor the evils of this old world. The Book of Heaven says, look, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things, will not be remembered, nor will they come into mind. So be glad and rejoice in what I will do. Scripture teaches that for us to desire God's purposes to become our purposes will bring rewards not only today, but in the life to come. The Bible says God is able to do unmeasurably far beyond what we can ask or think and wants to do even more for us by His power in our lives throughout all generations forever and ever. It's then I'll be so glad I took the opportunities I have today to share what we know about God's immeasurable love with others and especially with those I love. So that is why we're reminded that whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might today. I wish above all things that these dear loved ones of mine will embrace God's purposes for their lives so that they too can enjoy the glories of eternity. The thought of having spiritual purpose that God can use to help me to be a blessing to others is what I want more than anything, don't you? May we allow God to put his genuine love for him and for others into our heart. And until next time, Let only the good spirit guide you.